welcome to the Pearl of Great Price podcast. Thanks for joining us today. It's the 25th of July. And on this day in Christian history, we go back to the year 2016. We travel to San Diego in America, where the American Baptist pastor and author Tim LaHaye died aged 90 years old. He will be remembered as the author of the popular Left Behind series of books, which sold more than 70 million copies. Based on the apocalyptic events described in the book of Revelation, the last book of the Bible, the Left Behind series lasted for 15 books and have led to a multimedia franchise which has been very profitable. LaHaye was also involved as a key figure in the revival of the fundamentalist movement after it had been pushed to the fringe of the Christian community in the 1930s and the 1940s. After losing attempts to block the teaching of evolution in schools, see the podcast of May the 5th, fundamentalists lost control of denominational seminaries, but they regrouped around a set of independent Bible institutes and Bible colleges. Christian fundamentalism, formed in a reaction against modernist theology, starting among conservative Presbyterian theologians at the Princeton Theological Seminary in the late 19th century. It soon spread to conservatives among the Baptists and then other denominations around 1910 and 1920. They have an unwavering attachment to a set of irreducible and biblical beliefs, such as the age of the earth being 6,000 years. And they refuse to change those beliefs in the, found, in the face of counter-evidence from geologists and mainstream Christians. Therefore, the term fundamentalism is usually a pejorative rather than a neutral characterization. LaHaye emerged alongside the tele-evangelists Pat Robinson and Jerry Falwell as a new champion of Christian fundamentalism. And in 1979, they founded the Moral Majority, a civic organisation that crusaded against what it viewed as negative cultural trends in America, such as the legalisation of abortion, the women's movement and the gay rights movement. This struggle for dominance of their values, beliefs and practices has become known as the culture wars. And they were also a growing influence politically in the Republican Party and they lobbied for prayer in public schools, for increase in defence spending and for strong anti-communist foreign policy. See the podcast of March the 8th for Ronald Reagan's speech about the evil empire. And they also support continued American support for the state of Israel. Tim LaHaye's Left Behind series were based on the apocalyptic events described in the book of Revelation, the last book of the Bible, using a literal interpretation for one of the strangest genre of books in the whole Bible. Revelation spans three literary genres, the epistolary, the apocalyptic and the prophetic. And it's certainly not interpreted in a literal way by mainstream Christianity. In fact, Many theologians argue that it is dangerous to do so. 
The author names himself as John in the text, but his precise identity remains a point of academic debate. Some modern scholars refer to him as John of Patmos, who wrote the book during the reign of the Roman Emperor Domitian. But it is not clear if it is the John who was Jesus' beloved disciple and the author of the fourth gospel. It begins with John on the island of Patmos in the Aegean Sea, addressing a letter to the seven churches of Asia. He then describes a series of prophetic visions, including figures such as the seven-headed dragon, the serpent, and the beast, which culminate in the second coming of Jesus. A 19th century English preacher, John Nelson Darby, took a literalist reading of the book of Revelation and the imminent coming of the last days in which a saved elect were taken safely up to heaven while the forces of evil battled it out for seven years to control the earth until the triumph of the returning Christ at the Battle of Armageddon and the institution of a 1,000 year reign of peace and harmony. This literalist eschatological theology is often referred to as pre tribulationism and advocates of this predict an event called the rapture when all true christian believers who are alive along with resurrected believers will rise in the clouds to meet the lord in the air this is a relatively recent belief in christianity as jesus himself warns in the gospels about false prophets at the end of time. And so there's always been a suspicion of making too fixed and too accurate predictions of the end of the world. Darby's theology is based on a two-event understanding of the end of time. The rapture will precede a seven-year tribulation, which will culminate in Christ's second coming and being followed by a thousand-year messianic kingdom. Most Christian denominations do not subscribe to this theology and interpret the rapture as an elect gathering with Christ in heaven after his second coming, but they reject the idea that a large segment of humanity will be left behind on earth for an extended tribulation period. The Hayes Left Behind series starts with the saved disappearing suddenly from among the passengers on a jumbo jet flying across the Atlantic, leaving only their clothes, jewellery, teeth, fillings and surgical pins behind. Lehay claimed to have got the original inspiration from watching a cabin crew canoodling on a flight and wondering what would happen to them when the rapture struck. In the book, Cars on the ground are also suddenly left driverless. And the series continues excitingly through the following books, with battles, helicopter chases, earthquakes, plagues of locusts and supernatural horde of 200 million demonic horsemen. The book's evil genius turns out to be a Romanian called Nicolae Carpathia, whose wicked global community regime suspects supposedly dedicated to fostering peace, 
world government and a single currency bears a passing resemblance to the United Nations or maybe the European Union, feeding into a deep suspicion of big government amongst the American right. The series' audience is mainly in the US, and LaHaye was among a party invited to meet Jimmy Carter for a White House breakfast in 1980, where they were shocked to find that the president himself a Southern Baptist Sunday school teacher, was fundamentally unsound because he supported equal rights in the Supreme Court's abortion judgment. LaHaye immediately led the group in prayer outside saying, God, we have to get this man out of the White House and get someone in here who will be aggressive about bringing traditional moral values. They then mobilised their followers for the divorced, non-church-going former Hollywood actor Ronald Reagan instead. In 2017, the Donald Trump administration recognised Jerusalem as the capital of Israel and they moved the US embassy there in a very controversial foreign policy move. He would later tell supporters at a rally in Wisconsin that this was done for the benefit of his evangelical Christian supporters. This shows that it's dangerous to dismiss pre-tribulationism as a fringe belief, as it has become politicised in Christian Zionism, which believes that God's promise of the Holy Land to the Jews is eternal, and so that Christ will return to Jerusalem, and specifically a Jerusalem controlled by Jewish people. They will experience a great spiritual rebirth and rebuild a temple. This needs to happen so that the rapture will take place. And then there's a battle of good against evil at the ancient site of Megiddo in northern Israel. Hence Armageddon. Pope Francis shuns a millenarian view of the future of humanity, preferring to emphasise the God of mercy and not a God who viciously punishes those who have not, not in the elect. Although a couple of times Francis has invoked an apocalyptic 1907 novel by an English priest, Robert Hugh Benson, called Lord of the World. See the podcast of June the 8th. This novel lays out a dystopic vision of a final conflict between secular humanism and Catholicism, also ending with a showdown taking place on the fields of Armageddon. In 1988, Joseph Cardinal Ratzinger, who would become Pope Benedict XVI, published a book called Eschatology, Death and Eternal Life, which is now considered a classic. It is his exposition of what Christian hope allows. And is a presentation or a representation of the classic four last things, death, judgment, heaven and hell, which he claims makes sense of each of our lives as well as our death. He begins the book by arguing the eschatological problem is a question about the very essence of Christianity, which is based on hope 
and not on a vengeful justification of an elect. The Hayes Left Behind series portrays. I hope you've enjoyed listening. For links to any reading that I've done to research this podcast, well, visit us on www.pogp.net. If you'd like to request a topic or ask any questions, then email the show on pogpod.gmail.com. Join us tomorrow if you can, as we look at the incredible Italian mystic Padre Pio. And if you have time, please subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. Have a lovely day wherever you are, and thanks for listening.